Hello everybody and welcome to this new episode. My name is Sarah and this is Amsterdamus, the podcast that introduces you to amazing women from Amsterdam. remember the last time that you looked at the moon and I mean really looked at the moon. For centuries human beings have been staring up at the stars and the moon thinking about what might be out there. There is still a large part of the universe that we do not know anything about. But one thing we know for sure. Very soon there will be a tiny little box on the moon that sends out a big message to our world and all the worlds that might be out there. And my two guests for today are responsible for this little box on a big mission. Welcome Elisaveta Glukova and Anna Sitnikova. Hello, hi Sarah, thank you for having us today. Hello Sarah, thank you for inviting us to this uh, event. What brought you to the Netherlands? Um... Actually, both of us uh, came to the Netherlands uh, for our studies, and we've met during the studies in the Royal Academy of Arts uh, in The Hague. We didn't study the same thing, but um, different departments, um, but we started our collaboration. The first project was within the, the studies uh, in The Hague. How did you come up with the idea of Moon Gallery, and what is it exactly? Um, we have not really came up with the idea. Uh, it was introduced to us uh, by a friend of ours, uh, Alexander Zaklinski, who was a conceptual creator of the idea to send a gallery of art to the moon. And uh, uh, soon uh, Elizabeth and myself became the curators of this project and uh, developed it into a real gallery to be sent to the moon in the very near future. Right now, it just uh, made its first uh, space flight, uh, docking to the International Space Station today in the morning. And uh, that was our first step towards our main goal, the moon. I think maybe it's important to mention that um, our organization or the galleries grew out a sort of community project it really started from this idea and artists gathering around idea what is space art and how how do we can we extend our cultural dialogue beyond the earth planet and and myself i think we we were just really fascinated by it and maybe it's due to our background as a designers uh, i think we tried to kind of give it some sort of structure try to put this dialogue or this community project into a certain framework or a platform where it can really grow and develop and where we can, um, I don't know, uh, give it certain path. Could you please describe what this little gallery actually looks like? How do people have to picture it? You can picture it as a little grid tray um, It's a very small object, about 10 by 10 centimeter plate, which is uh, really like a grid of uh, 10 by 10 tiny cubes. 
each of them is just one cubic centimeter and uh, uh, each of those cubic centimeter is uh, uh, housing one piece of art, an artifact, a sculpture, a sample, uh, an idea. Uh, the ideas inside of those tiny cubes are pretty big and inspiring. So, uh, yeah, the artist, uh, this uh, limits uh, of the physical space, they really open up your imagination and uh, make you think outside of the box while still, you know, uh, sticking to the constraints of the box. Why do you think the universe or space is so fascinating for people because people have been staring at the stars for centuries now and it has always inspired creative minds for books films or in art i think there could be so many ways to answer this question i think of course uh, part of it is a part of our nature as a human that we want to look towards unknown we want to wonder and want to discover things and of course um On Earth, there are still a lot to discover, but space always was something a little bit unreachable and, for that matter, mysterious. But also, of course, in our age when space exploration becomes more and more a reality, it's not just a dream or a fantasy, this is something that is happening. I think people are just also trying to think about their own future or our own future, trying to picture how our life will change or would look like in a couple of uh, decades, how our children will will leave. And I think that what really uh, um, yeah, attracts people in a space exploration. I think for us, uh, space is indeed this metaphor for the future. And uh, when we're designing or developing something for space, we're really creating concepts for the future and how we want to shape it. Why do you think we should send art to the moon? I think that's an interesting question. I think moon, for that matter, it's just um, a first step or something feasible for us because, of course, moon is not that far. It is well-researched and uh, it is this kind of, I don't know, when I think about it, almost like an Alexandrian library, a place where things can be stored for a long time because there is no atmosphere for things to get destroyed or and so on. So that that's just how I think about it. But of course, I think generally the question is more why art has to be a part of the space exploration process in general. That is what we are trying to um, talk about. And that is partly a purpose of creating this gallery to really create a crossover between arts and space sciences and to make sure that this cultural dialogue is happening also within the scientific communities. Yes, uh, humanity is uh, uh, becoming, uh, extending uh, into the outer space and also extending its presence to the moon. Uh, thinking of uh, building settlements of the, on the moon. Of course, uh, culture is a super important aspect of humanity. And as a friend of ours uh, mentioned, uh, we'd la I'd rather bring first art to the moon than uh, the weapons reach it. So this is really a fresh and a good start with the most idealistic maybe thoughts and concepts 
but we really need it as humanity to have an inspiring path into this uh, future of exploration. And uh, uh, that's uh, what we'd like to, to achieve with this project. You described it as a really tiny box. So the pieces of art have to be really small. Could you give us an example of pieces of art that you have already collected up to this point that will be going to the moon? What do they look like? It's a little bit challenging to say because uh, at the moment uh, we have, let's say, a preselection for the moon um, gallery just due to the fact that we really still have to investigate a lot in the type of materials that can be used and maybe some of the artists would have to reconsider um, their ideas or how how their let's say how their ideas are executed but of course we can maybe talk a little bit about the few pieces uh, that will be going to the or that are already oh my god already at the international space station um, so maybe i will tell about uh, the one that i really like it is um Uh, let's say a piece of the folded uh, medium on which there is um, it is folded in a zigzag shape that a longer uh, message can be fit in a one cubic centimeter and it is a graphical uh, message containing of uh, some drawings and uh, lines the piece is called the letter to Zumbandila and it is done by uh, artist uh, Marcus Neustetter. It is actually, let's say, a result of his uh, almost 10-year-long practice um, trying to communicate with this lost um, satellite. Uh, Zumbandila, um, it was a satellite which was launched by... Uh, the country uh, where Marcus is coming from, South Africa. And for them, that was a very important moment because, of course, for such a country, this is really a symbol of the progress. This is a really, really big achievement. And then this um, satellite, it became um, dysfunctional, so they couldn't communicate with it anymore. And then it was left in the space just as a kind of, I don't know, space waste. No one really tried to, to rescue it. And I think for Marcus, um, also maybe due to the name of this satellite, uh, it is translated as a lead the way. He really uh, thought that this symbol of the progress has to, um, in a metaphorical way, to lead the way for this country towards progress or towards hope. And that's why he was making um, performances also with the local communities as well as an international scene. And eventually he came up with this idea that maybe through the Moon Gallery, he, Moon Gallery could deliver one day uh, this letter to Zumbandila where he asks her to lead the way again. That's very romantic, kind of. I like that. I think a lot of pieces are in the gallery are romantic. I think that this is something that, yeah, people think about, like people are thinking about these sweet things or, or emotional things when they're thinking about this one single object or idea or story that they want to send to the moon. I would like to mention an artwork called The Individual by Jack Madden. Uh, it is a very new piece that we recently received and uh, it's uh, quite poetic. It is uh, one uh, piece of 
rice, rice grain, which has a handmade painting on it. So you can imagine the medium is already pretty tiny to perceive with the human eye. And then there is a tiny graphic figure, a painting of a, of a person on this rice grain. And it's really putting us humans into perspective of our own limits, how much we can see, what are we capable of. It was really hand painted with a tiny brush, which was the, the smallest brush the artist could create. And uh, limits of our perception, our physical capabilities. But this tiny little figure is also capable of a change of a real, it can stand out on this rice grain and draw attention to it. And uh, it really kind of lets us think about ourselves in the universe, being uh, what is our space in the universe. We can really imagine ourselves being this figure when we're sending this into outer space, especially where there is this rice grain orbiting Earth and later uh, being uh, planted on the moon. Uh, yeah. This piece, it's uh, really directly speaking to your emotion, to your perception. You just see it and you, your imagination opens up. So I find that really great when you don't need to describe too much about the piece because uh, with many pieces, it's really interesting, the stories behind, but you need a long story to explain. But it's great also when you can directly experience uh, the artwork uh, with your senses that uh, is quite fascinating because it's really challenging when it comes to one cubic centimeter you know you can have experience of a canvas on the wall but uh, having so much experience packed into uh, one rice grain I really yeah uh, uh, find that uh, special I very much agree I think it's very simple and very deep at the same time. I really like that idea. I think that was really well done. And maybe just to mention really quickly that uh, one of the, the, let's say, the pieces can have really, really different character. And this is something that we like and because it makes it very authentic. And for example, one of the very recent pieces, it didn't make it just due to the time to the selection of the ISS um, because it was completed by the time when artists applied, but uh, it is definitely a candidate for the moon mission. Uh, the piece um, is called I See You by Eva Schippers. And it is so sweet. So she proposed to put a tiny magnifying glass as a, let's say, a symbol of altruism that actually other art pieces can be better seen. And that is indeed completely different approach. It's not like a really long story. It is easy to explain, but it is, I think, maybe due to the fact that she's performing. It's almost a performance. Like she is putting a tool there for the future uh, visitors of the gallery to explore it. That's very sweet. I like that. Now I'm really curious about the other pieces, but we're not going to talk about all of them. So people actually have to go to websites. <laughs> Do you believe in extraterrestrial life? And if there's life out there, what will they think about us? Or what will they think of us if they find our art? I'm not sure if we particularly believe in the, or 
I don't think that when we are making this project, we are having in mind any kind of extraterrestrial life. I think in our case, it's more we hope um, that everything what we as a humanity do out there actually is not gonna uh, contaminate or damage all. Like if there is any kind of extraterrestrial life, because of course when we are thinking about it, this is rather a molecular type of organisms that could be found maybe not on the moon but on the Mars. Uh, we don't know. So, make like this project is really not made for um, I don't know alien species to be discovered and to let's say learn about us as a humanity. I think also what is important that. It is, let's say, a curated gallery. This is something that Anna and myself are putting together, selecting, and it does not um, suggest any kind of truth about us as a humanity. It's just a piece that we put it together uh, the way how we felt it and the way, like following how the project was developing. So in this case, I would say no, we don't really believe, I think, that there is any kind of um, extraterrestrial forms of life that we are going to encounter any soon. I, I'm sure we will encounter some form of life, but maybe not conscious uh, as we are, uh, not life as we know it. So we are not sure if we can imagine their way of thinking about the artworks. They might uh, find them uh, edible or, <laughs> for example, uh, yeah, useful in some way or uh, contaminate their environment. We hope not. So in that sense, um, it's, um, yeah, it's not our target audience, the extraterrestrial life from your point of view, is it possible to connect science and art? And what would be the benefits if we did so? We really try to discover and explore the subject with the gallery uh, by uh, uh, mixing the artist and scientific and engineering communities uh, within our platform and our program. And that uh, proves to be really um, well, it takes time uh, to come to fruition, but every piece that combines those aspects in it uh, together really brings something new. I think it is challenging to bring the scientific and artistic community together, especially on a, let's say, institutional level. But what we are trying to do is, of course, more on the artistic level. And I think there we can really see um, a lot of progress because we have a very, let's say, in the framework of our workshops or in the framework of the, the gallery itself, when artists need to collaborate with some engineers or material scientists to develop their piece, that really gives a framework and then it is much easier to find a common ground, a common goals, and also, of course, common fascination for space from both sides. And those, it's really easy to kind of bridge to um, different disciplines. So we, from our experience, definitely see that it is very beneficial. Always such an amazing, authentic things come out of such collaborations or discussions. But it is difficult to do it on a larger scale, I believe. 
I think uh, we are uh, not exactly there yet with the uh, well fulfilling the ambition of uh, having art science integrated together within our gallery because our next step is to involve more with academic worlds and uh, try to uh, yeah incorporate some real research into the projects and make them a more yeah a little bit deeper and uh, with the actual teams uh, uh, working on them because right now we have uh, some pieces from scientists and some pieces from artists and you can really sense a major difference in the approach but it's not really yet combined together the collaboration aspect is for now missing we hope that uh, these artists and scientists will for the next um, edition of the gallery will actually start working together for now they give really different dimension to the gallery really different way of uh, creating artifacts and artworks uh, and uh, in the future soon i'm sure we will find a way to merge and uh, something really exciting emerges from that i'm sure a very important question these days is your project sustainable we target and aim to make it as sustainable as possible. Uh, so the format itself uh, is quite helpful uh, for sustainable aspects because the gallery is small and compact and that uh, also leads uh, for it being very lightweight. And uh, the main uh, aspect of uh, 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 yeah, the weight is something that m makes it uh, more fuel intensive, for example, to launch to space. And in that sense, we uh, have a goal of making it as light as possible. And uh, it's not like we're sending the rocket just to bring the art into space. It's really traveling along the scientific and engineering uh, payloads and also resupplies for the astronauts. In that sense, it's um, it's a part uh, of uh, many uh, payloads which have uh, very sustainable practical goals behind, such as uh, treatments of cancer uh, or uh, how to create more sustainable batteries and so on, just to give you some examples from uh, the current mission. Um, and... On the other hand, our payload uh, is uh, maybe not on the most not on the most practical level, but uh, uh, it has uh, cultural goals, uh, uh, cultural sustainable goals behind it. So we think it's um, yeah, it's rather sustainable um, in that sense. But uh, I think it's also what is important that uh, this question is discussed within our community. And this is something that we really appreciate that artists actively um, raise this question as well, actually, that we have this discourse within our community. And um, also, in a way, there are a few pieces which are actually criticizing the not sustainable part of the space exploration. So in this sense, it is 
also a way to um, I don't know reach out to to uh, different organizations or different uh, let's say parties within the this space exploration process to draw their attention and in this case artists are just ambassadors which are trying to deliver the message through their artistic practice as well. In preparation for this podcast episode, you told me that some people are critical or rather hesitant about your idea. What are their main points? Oh, sure. There are always, I, I find it always as a compliment when people are critical about our project. Yeah, of course, the questions of sustainability are always on the table. After all, there is a rocket uh, being launched, which causes um, certain uh, emissions and damage to the environment of our planet. But this, of course, goes, let's say, beyond our particular project that is in general questions how um, yeah, do we need the space exploration at all? How justified are all the funds and resources brought into that? I think maybe we are not the best people to answer the question on such a large scale, let's say, whether the whole space exploration is justified. We do believe it is also because we know uh, a lot of people uh, and some of them are uh, our partners or collaborators who whose goals are very sustainable within the projects that they develop for space. Um, I don't know what else. I think some of the criticism may be coming from the professional community or not criticism, but let's say a challenge how to make um, a quality of the gallery professional when you have both, uh, you know, professional amateur artists within the gallery, because it's really something that we don't limit. We really, uh, our doors are opened to people from all over the world with completely different backgrounds. And then the question of the quality, it's not, solved on the level of uh, who you are, how old are you, or what is your profession, but whether how good and authentic your idea is and how we can make together this little piece. Um, so this is always a process. Uh, by the way, we're, let's say, admitting the pieces on a conceptual uh, stage, so artists still have time also together within already Moon Gallery platform to develop them into the pieces. I think those are two that I can think of. I, I want to add to that. Uh, often the criticism kind of boils down to, okay, starting from why would you send art to the moon to why do we need art kind of, because that's a very quick uh, step to make. And then, yeah, it's uh, not something that we particularly think there is a need to answer. But of course, we can bring many arguments to that. But uh, yeah, it's uh, something that, yes, where humanity is, where there we also have art and different aspects of humanity. In that sense, um, I hope that we will uh, be able to answer that. What are the biggest challenges you are currently facing? Well, financial aspect of it is pretty challenging as uh, we've already uh, kind of struggled with our first mission to the International Space Station, which is time, 10 times uh, cheaper, let's say, about than a moon mission. And in general, space exploration is, uh, yeah, costly. 
So as a cultural non-profit foundation, it's quite hard to uh, to survive uh, and uh, deliver uh, the results. Uh, we are, uh, are not a government-sponsored uh, agency or uh, somebody who is making profits uh, from the payload uh, deliveries. So in that sense, it's quite a struggle. And uh, also, as we are quite an... Um, it's very hard to frame us who we are. We are unconventional art gallery, and uh, we are uh, very international. And in that sense, uh, applying for public funds is not the easiest. There is no uh, particular path we could follow. Uh, so we're really being very creative about this and uh, trying all kinds of angles. And uh, I'm happy we made it to our first space mission. And I'm sure uh, with lessons learned from this experience, we are able to also fundraise for the moon mission. But it is, yeah, the biggest challenge. There is uh, really enough creativity and enough interest, uh, enough good ideas and uh, technical possibilities. But uh, yeah, the financial aspect is something that is quite uh, extremely challenging for such project. I think also the challenge that I see is that, as I mentioned at the beginning, growing out of the community project, it is, let's say, a challenge to set up a certain structure to the organization, because, of course, we started with what was there. And in a way, um, we don't maybe have enough uh, people skilled in a different, um, let's say, areas that you need to have a successful organization. For example, Anna and myself, we are good at certain things. I don't know, designing exhibitions, curating, working with artists. But for us, uh, coming up with a, I don't know, uh, making our organization profitable is a challenge that is, um, well, I don't think it's not possible, but it's also not so enjoyable. So we kind of... <laughs> Uh, trying to see how we can um, bring together really the people who believe in the project, but who also can cover all the necessary areas for it to be uh, self-sustainable. I understand that you have a big event coming up in March, right? What is it? It's very exciting. Um, so, of course, um, we were planning to have it actually a little bit earlier, but due to all the COVID situations, we had to reschedule it. We are planning to celebrate the launch of the gallery to the International Space Station together with our friends and community. And this is an open event, so everyone is welcome. The event is going to take place in one of, uh, well, from what I know, most beautiful buildings in Amsterdam, in Felix Amenities. We are going to actually occupy not one, but four rooms of it with a very diverse program, which will be running from 12 uh, in the morning until 5 in the afternoon. So the program really offers a variety of experiences, including screenings, space performances, um, talks and panel discussions, and um, even music, space music experiences. How can people get involved with the Moon Gallery? We're still looking uh, for the artists to join our upcoming space missions. Well, mostly for the Moon mission. 
Uh, and we have an open call on our website, moongallery.eu, where we're accepting submissions and uh, selecting based on the, as Elisaveta have already mentioned, uh, the, uh, the concept. So not uh, the piece is not uh, required to be already designed and ready for uh, to survive the harsh conditions of, of the lunar environment. It just needs to be a brilliant idea. And then uh, you can become a part of our community as an artist or as a creator. And uh, also we are looking to expand, extend our team professionally. Uh, and in that sense, we are open to collaborate uh, and uh, yeah, uh, grow. How can people support you and your projects? Obviously you said you need money, but is there anything else? I think... We are always happy um, to make event in collaboration. Actually, in a way, we are growing through the events uh, and different kind of workshops, exhibitions, uh, art residencies. So we are really happy if someone, um, I don't know, sends us a, a message saying, hey, we just want to do something together. And we are really, really open to that. It is really a great way to support the gallery. Of course, it is also a big support to tell about the gallery just that more people know and that we can widen our um, outreach also due to the fact that one of our um, important um, let's say principles of the gallery is diversity and we're really trying to have more diverse um, yeah, collection of artists um, in this sense yeah, we want to reach out as far as possible. Uh, also, of course, uh, it's very important the activities on Earth, which Elizabeth is mentioning. This is something what really creates the meaning of the whole gallery because the conversations that are happening around the subject on Earth is what gives value to these objects that are otherwise just some objects in space. It's really important that they're discussed here in yeah in different exhibitions and uh, conferences and uh, uh, also uh, we're looking how can we uh, integrate uh, our program with uh, universities and uh, yeah artistic residences uh, this is something that that makes it all interesting and that uh, contributes to the community here on earth but if you suddenly have a rocket flying to the moon in the next couple of years, that's also a great way to contribute to their project. Dear listeners, we will also put all the important information and the links that you need into the show notes so you can reach out to Moon Gallery if you want to support them. And dear Anna, dear Elisabetta, thank you so much for being with me today and good luck with your amazing project. Thank you. Thank you for having us. And this also marks the end of today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Stay tuned if you want to meet more amazing women from Amsterdam. And please don't forget to follow Amsterdam on Instagram and on Facebook. Thanks and take care, everybody. Bye.